Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. I would like to thank um, uh, Apostle Mose and... uh, Pastor Ari for, you know, putting together Business Garage. Yes. It's one incredible platform where we can share, you know, quite a number of stories. Mm. I would like to also thank the eldership of Worship Harvest yes. Ministries. Come on, thank- people! Thank you so much for, you know, continuously stewarding, mm. you know, the, the, the sheep, the people. Mm. Thank you very much. And so now I would like to uh, take this opportunity to send out greetings. All right. Yes. So uh, this morning I came with my dear husband, Dr. Eric Tabus. Hey. He's in the audience. I see we you. Like I it. see you. I would like to send also greetings to my children. That is mm. Aniela and uh, Maris Tavusibwa, uh, and then my family, I believe my mom, my, ma- my father, Abiza watching, and all my family, family mm. members. But also, most importantly, I would like to send my greetings to the employees at Sweetly Defined Restaurant. I know they are doing such an incredible job. Mm. Thank you for being faithful. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Come on, let's appreciate her. Thank you so much for choosing and for making the time to be here, to inspire lots of business people who are watching online today. So as usual, she's going to take us through her story, and we have an opportunity to ask questions. So use the chats very well. Our team is there waiting for your questions. Pastor Chris Kawesa, we send you greetings wherever you are. Thank you so much for putting this together and the entire Business Garage team. Why don't you help me appreciate the Business Garage team? They are always looking for value for us. So we send you greetings. So use that chat, post all the questions as she's talking. If there's something she's mentioned and you want to hear more, you will probably ex- are able to relate with it and you want some advice, it is to just go ahead and post in the chat. I'll be able to see it. And there's a team committed to be able to get to send those questions here to us so she can be able to answer them. So why don't you go ahead and tell us about Sweetly Defined. Where does it start from? Where is it? Where is it going? And all of that good stuff. Today we are here to be inspired. To be inspired to start... Yeah, but also to be inspired to continue. There's many people watching out there probably doing the same, in the same line of business or not, but probably are challenged and business challenges are similar. And they just want to be inspired to keep going. That's what we are very, very, very excited about this morning. So go ahead. Uh, thank you, Pastor mm. Florence, this time correctly. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, before I dive into the story, I would like to introduce myself. I'm mm. uh, Dr. Barbara Kirunda mm. Tabusibo. Mm. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm married to, to Dr. Eric Tabusibo. Mm. Um, I'm a lecturer at Mackay University School of Public Health, where I've been for the last, I think, close to 18 years. Wow. Yeah, and um, I've been doing, you know, really hard work there. Mm. So uh, just to get started with uh, the journey of Sweetly Defined, I believe this story began right from the time when I was a little girl. While growing up, my mom had a beautiful recipe book that would always work with, you know, Mm. all the time be trying out different things in the kitchen, experimenting. And, you know, those days, those who are in our age categories, if you had a recipe book those days, that was an incredible investment. And so I believe um, the interest of food, the interest Mm. of, you know, cooking must have been ingrained by my mother. Mm. Because she would always challenge us to, you know, do things in the kitchen. 
And so um, also the whole idea of doing business, I also believe both my father and my mother have played a significant role. My father for the longest time has been into private practice. He's a medical doctor. So he has been into private practice for the longest time. And uh, while growing up, we'd go to his clinic, we see so many people he's serving, and you know, you know th those are things that parents may be doing but may not realize that actually they're inculcating a certain you know, virtue in their children. Mm. And so uh, also as while we're growing up, my mom had a small kiosk uh, where we used to stay. And in this kiosk, we would be, would be involved in selling, you know, small things here. And it was a retail kiosk. While she was also having her eight to five job in uh, Ministry of Finance. And so I believe these two opportunities must have been significant, you know, in a way have affected my, my life as a business person. Yeah. And so now moving forward, here am I in my Essex vacation. And so sometimes I would go visiting my mom at her workplace. At that time, she was working at Uganda Revenue Authority. That was based at Crested Towers. And so, you know, we'd be moving around those places. And so one time I come to her and I'm like, I believe it would be a good idea to start up a, a food, you know, kind of a food, you know, business around here. And, wow. and so then that's when she tasks me and she tells me, Barbara, you go look for a place. Mm. So here am I, I'm, I'm moving around looking for a place. Mm. But also around that time, I go to uh, a restock bookshop and I buy a recipe book. And I believe that was my first seed into, your into business. the business, into mm. the whole business idea. And so in my time of walking around that place, I find this place. And then I go to my parents and I tell them, well, there is this place I've found and I also have gotten a recipe book. <laughs> and so my parents look at me and they're like, hmm, now, Barbara, here you are, you're soon getting into university yeah. to pursue your bachelor's degree. And uh, starting a business at that time would involve, you know, a lot of work. Mm -hmm. You know, you'd have to, you know, be very, you know, involved in the business. But at the same time, here you are, you're pursuing your bachelor's degree. And I don't think you'll be in position to juggle the two. So they were saying, I think it's best that you go to school, pursue your bachelor's degree. Yeah. Maybe once you're done with your bachelor's degree, probably you could then consider engaging in business. So mm -hmm. I listened to them. I proceed to the university, pursue my bachelor's degree. I finished that. Then I progressed immediately to do my master's. And then soon after finishing my master's, I was retained at uh, Mackay University School of Public Health as a lecturer, and I w I've been there all this time. And so even as I was you know, involved in academic, in academic work for all these years, my interest for food uh, has always been there. Yeah. And so I would, you know, keep on, you know, tweaking things here and there at home. Those who have been at our place, they know that there are different things that have been involved over the years. Then I get enrolled into my PhD, and that also takes on a lot of my time. And then mm. I complete my PhD in 2017. So uh, prior to finishing my PhD, um, we start having, you know, dreams, and my husband and I start having dreams. Mm. God is speaking. You need to start, you know, a bake shop. You need mm. to start, you know, you need to start getting involved into, you know, baking and all that. But even prior to that, you know, those who would come and visit and, you know, test 
the cakes that I would make at home, including uh, Pastor Lynette and Pastor Chris, mm. they would be saying, you know, Barbara, you need to start something. You, you know, different people would keep on saying that you need to start, you know, start doing mm. this commercially. And so then um, I think the, the very first time I, I actually provided a service, I believe it, Pastor Lynette was my first client. Come on. And so she tasks me to, you know, provide a cake. And I think it was for Harvest Academy at that time. Mm -hmm. I think it was, was it? I, I'm not very sure. Yes. I don't remember. But I think it was Harvest Academy. Harvest Academy. Mm -hmm. so, and so that is how we start by, you know, we bring, we brought the cake. And following that, we then start, you know, doing other products. And all this was going on at home for one year. And then God that now starts speaking clearly and says that it is high time you need to get into the marketplace where you're seen, where you're visible. Mm. And he was very specific and he showed me in a dream in Chisasi. And so then, so one time I'm here driving around in Chisasi looking for a, place, for a place, but the very place he showed me wasn't available. And I kept on pursuing um, the landlord and they were saying, no, the person, you know, the, there's a person who took up this place. Mm. And it was, you know, just, you know, redundant, not in use. Yeah. And so one day I'm driving back home and then I make a stopover at a place I see that is being worked on. And I'm like, let me go inquire and find out. And it's at that point that we find our first outlet where we actually established the bake shop. And so here we, we have been running at the, the physical bake shop for close to two years, but also we were at home for one year. But even while we were running this bake shop, God was speaking, you know, in different ways. Particularly, I recall around the time when we were in the lockdown, he now became quite, you know, evidently very clear. But also he kept on speaking, I think also, before the lockdown, and he was saying that, Barbara, you need to jump into the food you know, business. You need to start up a restaurant. And this became you know, repetitive during the lockdown repetitively, the very first lockdown repetitively, repetitively. That was in uh, 2020. So um, about that time, I start you know, uh, trying to inquire about where we can source you know, these different things that we need. I, I spoke to an uncle of mine who had uh, a partner who is based in China, yeah. and then he connects me to this person. And then we start, you know, chatting and, you know, trying to, you know, identify what are the different things that we need to source from China. But even prior to that, um, around, uh, I think it could have been about mid-2020, uh, um, a friend of mine that is uh, Karua Katuhurira, tells me that there is a place here in, uh, along Gayaza Road. And uh, that was, that's Akamuesi Shopping mm. Mall. And so she's like, there's a place here. Uh, they are soon, I think, you know, opening up for people to actually take up space. And for me, I've already taken up space. Then I'm like, wait a minute. Hmm. There is a time we took our children for, I think it was a, a party organized by the church mm. in, in the gardens. And at that, that was earlier on in the year. Yeah. So we, and then I'm like, isn't that the place where we took the children for their, you know, Christmas? I think, I don't remember what, what party it was, but yeah. there was some party. So we, then I'm like, ah, I remember seeing that place. It was, there, there seemed to be still a lot of work that, that was still ongoing. And, I, and then the, the whole idea of even establishing ourselves, they hadn't really, you know, Crossed occurred to mind. us. Yeah. 
So following that conversation, she gives me the contact of uh, the people who we have to engage with, and then I pursue. And then I, I, I inquire, is there a space for restaurant? And they're saying, yeah, there's some space. And I'm like, how many restaurants, uh, how many restaurants are you intending to establish in this place? And they were like, we have space for three. So the following week, I visited that place. And so all the three places were actually vacant. No one had actually taken up the spaces. And, you know, it was basically slabs and pillars, you know. Mm. There was still major work still ongoing. And so they show me the, very, the most prime space of, of all the spaces. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not going to even bother thinking about the other two. This is this the is space it. that we shall take on. Then I get, I get back home with all this excitement. And then I talk to my husband. And I'm like, well, there's this place along Gaza Road. And I think it would be a very viable place where we can very establish strange. this restaurant. And so then he's like, okay, let us, you know, get time. And we, we go to that place. So I think about two weeks pass. And then we get this, you know, time to then go. So now when he, we go there together with my husband. And so he sees the place. He gets excited. And I think it was like, I think this would be really a viable thing. Mm. But even around that time, God was also speaking to us. And showing us um, the things that he wants to do. One of the clear messages was that he wants to use this place as a place where he can heal people, you know, to heal all nature of brokenness. And so it was clear that this is not going to be just an ordinary restaurant where people mm. are coming in to eat, but it is bigger than this. Mm. And so we believe that um, the journey of Sweetly Defined is a journey of ministry. And so the restaurant is just a vehicle for God to actually do his work. And then also he impressed on us also even figures that we should be expecting from the, from the restaurant in terms of turnover. And so the, the whole, you know, thing about God speaking to us was, you know, a clear confirmation that this is what I want you to do. So this is what I need you to do. And let me tell you, it's not that we had all the resources at that time. We didn't have all the resources. Yes, we had some savings that we had put aside, you know, yeah. savings from uh, consultancy work, from, uh, you know, we had uh, uh, assets that we could convert into money. And so, so we, we proceed with actually um, having to import items. So we enlist the different things that we needed uh, with this uh, person we had been connected to in China. And so that clearly meant that here we are and we are, going, we are not jumping out of this thing. Yeah. But even before that, while we were engaging with the landlord, there were like five other people who had expressed interest for the very place that, that, uh, we, that we are currently in. And so it was really quite, I could say, quite a, a tight you know, competition. I remember um, having to go and pitch mm, before the, the landlord and telling him these are the ideas we have. Mm. This is what we want to do in this place. This is the nature of the business that we want to run and so forth and so forth. And there were quite a number of you know, big establishments that also were interested in this. And one of the key tests also, I remember the landlord you know, throwing at us, he told us you need to uh, make a payment of rent worth four months. Wow. And so we did make that payment. I think he was testing to see, how, see ready we, we, how ready and how serious we are. Mm. And, uh, of course, we did have the, the bake shop, but we, have, we had never ventured into a restaurant business. 
And so one statement the landlord once made was like, when I see um, the way you talk about the idea that you want to, to roll out here, mm. it reminds me of when I was very little. Mm? And so the statement he made was that I am going to take a step of faith and consider and give you this opportunity, much as there were a number other of people. other people who were already established and they had the resources. And so we believe that also we, we, we had, I could, I could say that we had favor, you know, favor before the landlord. Yeah, because it was a good idea. Yeah. Mm. And so, and so, um, so we proceed with procuring the items. Um, the, the, the goods arrive um, in December. That was, uh, I think, 20. I hope 2021. Huh? I hope I have the times correctly. 2021. Is it 2021? I think so. Yeah. Yes. I think 2020. So. I think it's 2020. Hmm. 2020 is when the goods arrived, and uh, so the first months of 2021 is when we start the real work. You know, having to. Uh, tile the place, uh, basically, you know, making the place ready for the items to arrive. And God, I mean, provided resources. Uh, the goods arrive here, we are, we have a huge tax amount to pay. And uh, about that time, uh, we had been called by Apostle Moses, I think that was in December, he had called us, he had called, you know, the entire church that you need to, you know, give towards Arise and Build. Mm. And so January is when we, we put our Arise and Build. And the moment we place in our Arise and Build, what happens is that we were then able to actually get, you know, access to additional resources, a significant wow. amount of money. We can clap for that. Yeah. Just have a faithful God. Yeah. Mm. So we get access to additional significant amount of money. And this is then what we use actually to clear the taxes and also to proceed with the actual construction work on site. But also another thing to, to note is that we also were able to get um, what we call VAT deferment from Uganda Revenue Authority. Wow. Because of the amount of money that we had invested in what we were bringing in. So mm. there is a, a certain threshold that uh, above that, you know, that kind of gives you this enjoyment, let me call it an enjoyment of sorts to investors. Mm. And oh, so yeah. we got that opportunity as well. And so even we made a saving, a significant saving on the taxes. Yeah. And so the work starts in February and then we push this, push this up to I think uh, about June. And so we then train our people and during the time when we were training and the doors were closed, people would come they are opening, forcefully opening the door. And then we are saying, please, we are not yet open. And, and you know, imagine people are saying, are you sure? You mean you are not yet open? But we can see, we can see chefs are in the kitchen. We are seeing service staff. Are you really sure that you are not open? Yeah. And we are saying, we are not yet open. We are still training. And this, you know, kept on happening, you know. Every day, people would come and want to get into the restaurant. And we were literally sending people away and this kept on happening and happening in the month of july happening in the month of july we were not yet fully ready we didn't have uh printed out uh menus 
the staff members didn't have you know, their uniforms because we were still trying to prepare ourselves. And here am I, Madame Perfection, but I need the menu to be out like this, looking this way. I need the uniforms out. And this was actually during lockdown, the second yeah. lockdown. And this went on for until about mid-July. And, and then I was like, I can hear you, God, what you're saying. You're saying, open the doors. Open these doors. You may not Enough be ready, perfection. just open the doors. Mm. So we, we opened the doors. I think that was about 15th of uh, July. And then uh, from that day onwards, people started coming. And then we dedicated the place... Uh, that was 17th of July, and we were honored to have uh, Apostle Mose, uh, Pastor Chris Nsubuga, uh, and mm. Pastor Chris Kawesa. So we dedicated the place that day, and from that day onwards, um, the restaurant has been running. We have seen God's faithful hand upon us. We have seen God cover us, even you know during times that you would even wonder and say, Really? Now, like I could uh, cite an example of where we had a gas leakage. Uh, about two, we, had about, uh, we had the gas leakage running for about two weeks in the restaurant. And mm, no one knew. Had a clue. No one had a clue. We were not even smelling this gas. And, and I mean, we, we, when we, we realized where the gas leakage was coming from, I mean, how did we realize that? Is that we would look at the gas meter on the outside, and then the consumption rate wasn't making sense. Mm. So here we are, we were puzzled, wondering what is happening? Why is the gas running so fast? Kumbe, it was a gas leakage in the, we, inside the kitchen, wow. which could have probably led to a huge a explosion. Mm. But we thank God for covering us in you know, such times. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We have seen um, continued growth of the business over the last one year and, and uh, two months. Mm. I, I can only say that it is only God's hand that is upon this business. He has also gone ahead to reveal to us even where he wants us to plant other locations. As we speak right now, he has already told us where he wants to see um, I think there are three locations in Uganda and there are two locations outside Uganda. And he's very, very, very clear as to what he wants to see. Mm. Um, he has also spoken to us how we are, we are supposed to be um, covering um, all the, the people, wherever we are located, we're supposed to be covering our employees, mm. we're supposed to be covering our, our, the customers, even the tenants, we're supposed to cover them in prayer. Mm. He has shown us that you need to cover people in prayer. He has you know, spoken in different ways that he wants to do an incredible work through this restaurant. Yeah. And so we believe that this is a vehicle for God's incredible work. Mm. Yes. Why don't you give it up to God, first of all? Yes, that good business ideas come from God indeed. And one of the things that you said there that we all need to even to celebrate is that our businesses are vehicles for ministry. Oh yeah? Can we clap for her concerning that? That's a very good pointer right there, that our businesses, all of us have walked into businesses and seen people praying in corners, haven't we? Yeah, we have. So how about we established our businesses with that kind of mindset? I have seen somebody here say that the, the, that Chisasi outlet was a healing center for all of us in Chisasi. The ice cream walks were therapeutic. <laughs> ah, I don't know if this was an excuse to eat ice cream continuously, but yes, people found therapy 
in this whole I mean restaurant and, and pastry business that you started. So thank you for pointing us to the importance of having God in the picture. Yeah. So one of the things you've said and highlighted clearly to us is that you were a doctor. So I, I know you have a job. You've also said you're a mother. Your husband is here, you're a wife. You're wearing many hats. And there's so many people out there who have dreams and visions and ideas and God has been nudging them to start businesses but they're not able to make a step because of the different responsibilities they have. And yet you're here, seated here calmly talking about this business and things you're importing and the taxes and everything. How are you able to juggle that too? Could you speak into that mainly for the person who God is calling into the marketplace but they're afraid to step out because of the different responsibilities they have at the moment? How are you doing it? Ochukolotia. Thank you for that question. I believe what enables me to do what I'm doing is the support structure that I have. I have an incredible supportive husband. Come on, let's celebrate God for good husbands. <laughs> Eric Tavosiwa, thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. So I have an incredible support, you know, from I have a very incredible support from my husband. But also I have support from family, my immediate family, that is my parents. So um, from time to time, these have been my greatest, you know, fans. You know, yeah. they, they, you know, challenge me, they support me. I don't think I would be, have been able to do these things. I mean, if I could also cite uh, the example of when I was pursuing my PhD training, um, it was really a lonely, can I say, journey a lonely journey that required me having to you know travel go out of the country spend protected time and while I'm there my husband is busy looking after little kids my daughter at the time of the start my daughter was I think about four years and my son was just making two years and so you can imagine here you are you've traveled and you've left your children and I can only say is that my husband and my parents were able to support me throughout this yeah. process. So um, the whole, you know, thing I could say is that I have not had kind of, I have not been limited in any way. My, my, all I can say is that I have been supported all yeah. through this. Mm. But I think also another thing that has enabled me to progress in life is knowing um, what exactly I'm in t I, I need to do. Mm. I'm this person who broods over things but once I make up my mind about something there is no way you can stop me yeah. there is no way you can stop me so being clear as to what it is that you need to do that has also helped me to pursue you know whatever it is that I am that I've been you know doing another thing is you know hearing from God being able to hear clearly from God yeah. that in itself is a confirmation that you are doing the right thing I mean the Bible talks about how God directs the footsteps of the righteous. Yeah. And so if we are listening in to God and hearing what he's saying and following what he's saying, I think that makes our lives a lot you know, easier. I believe the journey of what we are up to has been a journey of faith. I cannot really attribute to my, you know, my, my own can I say, abilities. I believe God has been tasking us and you know, telling us you know, challenge me. You know, here my challenge me. 
And so we, we believe that the journey we are on is a journey of faith. Yeah. We believe it's a journey of faith. And we have repetitively been seeing God's faithfulness in this journey. And all I can you know, say is uh, God has entrusted us with a beautiful thing. Of, yeah. you know, to steward this beautiful thing. Mm. And he keeps on revealing incredible things that he wants to do. And even the interesting thing is when you anchor yourself in God as you do your business, he teaches you. Mm. He teaches you many things that you cannot learn, you know, outside. Now, like, for example, um, he has shown us some of the things that happen inside the, you know, inside the restaurant that, you know, other people may not get to know. And that in itself, by him revealing to you some of these things, he's telling you that you need to pay attention and do this. Mm? And so the journey of business with God or partnering with God as you do business requires obedience, requires radical obedience, requires walking the journey with faith. Things may not look, you know, clear. I can, you know, now like for example, when we opened during lockdown, I mean, the time when we, we opened during lockdown, people, people were wondering, are you, are you serious? Are you really serious? We are in lockdown. How, how can you even consider opening a business during lockdown? And I have also had um, some individuals, you know, making statements like, you have no experience having established something like this. How can you go all big? Mm. All, you know, you have all no experience. You've all gone all big. There's nothing to show what, you know, maybe having something, you know, previously, like in line of the food business. I believe um, all this is a journey of work. Of, I mean, a journey of faithfulness. And um, God has held our hands. Mm. So to the people who are, you know, thinking, rethinking about whether they can get started, listen in mm. to God and find out what exactly is mm. his will concerning mm. what it is mm. that uh, you would like to do. Mm. I know God can also speak through people. And, you know, that repetitiveness in, in uh, a particular thing, I believe that is also God's way of speaking through people to you. Yeah. But also another thing is, Look at the gifts that you have. What are those gifts that you have in your hands? Many times, you know, people are thinking of, you know, different things, yet they have gifts right in their hands. Yeah. There's certain passions that you have. There are certain, you know, things that you carry as an individual that can be used in, you know, in the marketplace. And so when you anchor or when you design whatever business around those giftings that you have, it becomes even a lot easier for you yeah. to pursue um, these things that that um, that you would like to do mm. at my workplace i have gained quite a number of uh, years of experience in doing you know doing research with with different partners mm. both locally and abroad and so there are certain skill sets that i have gained from my workplace that i can also apply in business like for the case of networking yeah mm-hmm. and this can is very applicable in the marketplace so wherever you are there are certain lessons that you can learn that you can also apply in the business. Yeah. Wow, let's give it up for God. Whatever he's inspiring you to start, it is clear that he'll sustain it. And we, we want to thank you for highlighting that today. I really think that God and his uh, part, the part he plays in our business is really the highlight for this feature. So thank you for bringing it out clearly. 
many people here sharing comments somebody saying you're living her dream she's truly inspired she's an academia a mother a wife an entrepreneur god is faithful so thank you for sharing your story one last question because we've run out of time somebody's asking how were you able to handle your marketing and get to your targeted clients seeing that you went big all at once how is that going for you um, what I could say is that when we started up this business, what was very clear for, to the audience or to the marketplace is that we're not playing, you know, small. Yeah. And already people could say that, ah, we can see you are playing at the level of, you Certain know, CJs brands. and, and mm -hmm. other brands. And so that in itself clearly defined the target market mm -hmm. because we knew exactly Who what... We are going for who we are targeting, mm -hmm. okay? And uh, the kind of service that we are also providing at that place, uh, we, we aspire to really provide a, an incredible dining experience. And so we are continuously refining the process that when you come into our space, we want you to experience an exceptional um, experience when you're dining with us. Mm -hmm. And we know that... Um, uh, God, one of the things I could also point out is that God has also highlighted certain unique experiences that he wants that when people walk into sweetly defined restaurant people need to feel that experience we've had some people even talk about how they have experienced you know God even within the restaurant you know people come with maybe issues maybe they're having a mental block or something but the moment they walk into the place it's like Whatever it is that has been covering Clarity. their eyes or whatever it is, you know, kind of, uh, would I say, you know, disappears, gets, disappears or, you know. Mm. So the target market, we have been very clear as to what target market that we are aiming for. And we want mainly to provide a very unique experience. And when you walk into our premises, we want you to have an all-around-the-world experience. And so I could cite, for example, today we are running what we call the Chinese branch. Every month we have a branch that is themed around either a country mm, or, or a certain food culture. Mm. And so this, these are some of the unique things that we are trying to run so that when people come, you come and experience an all-around-the-world experience. You know, things that are unique. We, we look at some ideas, tweak them, and that in itself... Uh, kind of defines the kind of customer that you're targeting. We want the customers who are bold in trying out different cuisines. Yeah. So when you walk in there, you're experiencing the world. Mm -hmm. That is really the, the kind of customer that we are targeting. Can we give it up for Dr. Barbara? Yes, thank you so much. Um, somebody's asking for your platforms, your social media handles, what, what they can follow you, your links. Why don't you go ahead, first of all, and market sweetly defined in the last few minutes. In make an invitation to all these people to come to the restaurant and the different social media platforms where they can find so they can check out the restaurant online before they eventually come. Thank you very much. Um, sweetly defined restaurant is a modern casual dining restaurant. We are currently located on ground floor, Akamwesi shopping mall. That is in Chebando along Gayaza Road. Um, you, uh, you need to come and experience the world within these walls of Sweetly Defined. And I can assure you that you will experience something incredible. But what is most importantly is that you will experience God while mm. you're dining with us. Mm. Thank you. 
One more time, ladies and gentlemen, for Dr. Barbara Tabosiwa. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing your story with us, for truly, truly inspiring us. The thing that I know that God purpose for this feature today is for us to see his purpose and his central role in our businesses. So many of you, God has been nudging you, calling you, pushing you, telling, talking to you through all these different people to start that venture. You've heard it from here, that when he's telling you to do it, he will sustain it. We've also been really inspired by you talking about how God called you to give towards Horizon Build and all of that and how God came through and provided for you exponentially, I mean abundantly. So all those things are lessons for us. Today our business feature is pointing the role to us to the role of God in our businesses and how we should engage him. So if you're watching me today, you've been listening into this story and you've never really invited God to be part of your business. You've never really considered God as your partner. You've never even invited him into your life. You've been going about this by yourself. I want to give you an invitation, first of all, to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. So he can be able to guide you, walk through you, speak to you, show you, direct you on how you can run this business. And how you can set it up for his glory, to minister to so many other people out there. Your business can minister to people. So if you're ready to say yes to having Jesus come into your life, just say these words after me. Just say, dear Jesus studio audience let's join them say dear Jesus I come to you today to give you my life and to receive your life take my life and do something significant with it take my business and use it for your glory and use it to be a blessing to other people I surrender to you today to, for me to do your will in Jesus name if you've just said that prayer right now you are now born again first of all yes it starts with a relationship with God so if you just say that prayer you have a special relationship with God you've now become a son and a daughter of the most high God and there's a number running on your screen right now if you're listening to me I'm going to read it out for you it's 0775 642 0775-642-449. go ahead and call that number or send a text there's a pastor behind that line who's ready to pray with you and to help also help you make sense of the decision you have just made. Thank you so much for joining us here in the house. Thank you so much for joining us online. Thank you, Dr. Tabusiwa Barbara. Thank you, Business Garage Team, for bringing us such incredible stories that inspire us to run kingdom businesses so that we can get better, but also at the same time employ as many people as possible. We have the business lounge open here at the Brain Cafe. If you're in the house, Dr. Barbara will be there with her lovely husband, Mr. Eric Tabusiwa, to answer your questions, to connect. And other business leaders will be there as well. And I'm sure at the location where you are, there's a business space set up for all business leaders to connect, to network, to conversate over a drink. So don't be in a rush to leave. Go ahead and join other people there. And then our encounter service will be starting at exactly 9 a.m. If you're still at your home, you can run here at Worship Harvest Nali and join us as we worship or at other 63 locations around that you can be a part of to worship God with us. Thank you so much for being here. See you next Sunday, same time, same place here business garage we love you and we are cheering you on you are doing an incredible thing keep going thank you for listening to this teaching we hope that you've been blessed by the worship harvest sermon series 
For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.